Hi, welcome to the Craft Sanctuary. My name is Yaro. I'm a queer maker living in Scotland, and I'm hosting this podcast to explore making as healing, landscape as belonging, and grief as a door. I also host a creative community that you can join on a pay-what-you-can basis. We meet weekly for cozy creative co-working sessions and have a supportive space on Mighty Networks. You can find the link in the show notes, and if you have a second, I would also really appreciate a review. Thank you so much. I'm sending love to you and your making practice. Hi friends, thank you so much for joining me for an episode about just wanting to play and exploring what that means. <sighs> I want to begin with a deep sigh, that's kind of always appropriate, I think. And I also want to begin by orienting us in time and space and telling you when and how I'm recording this because I think like I've said many times of this podcast as this living archive and I know that sometimes people listen back way into the future so I'm recording this on a Wednesday evening on October 19th 2022 I'm sitting on the floor of my living room surrounded by yarn and my two dogs some tea and some beetroot juice and I'm in a creative space sessions uh, session that I'm facilitating. At the moment, I'm offering them twice a week. They're really gorgeous and we're just hanging out on Zoom and everyone is kind of working on their own project, but there's this gentle accountability of going through it together, which I really appreciate. And today I've been thinking about what it means to be playful in life and kind of what's stopping me being more playful and so if that speaks to you I want to take you along that exploration and invite you to think about that too. I had a really shit yesterday, shit day yesterday, all kinds of stuff went wrong, I got my period really unexpectedly, I was just feeling really really grumpy and then all kinds of things that I had kind of set out to do just kind of didn't work out and I basically went to bed at seven because I felt like I just needed to reset like there was just nothing to rescue from my mood basically or from this day and that felt really nice so um, I went to bed I lit some candles I listened to an audiobook and I just did that for maybe an hour an hour and a half and then I slowly fell asleep and I had a good nine hours and I woke up feeling really completely different and quite grateful for my bed and my bedroom. And today it made me think about kind of, um, yeah, how hard it sometimes can be to move out of these like stuck spaces of things just don't feel like a fun exploration, <laughs> but there's just so much adulting, so much to figure out here in the UK and I feel like a broken record even though I'm not mentioning it that often and also I really know this is the case all around the world in different ways but there's just again a lot of political unrest we technically have a new prime minister and had had her for the last two weeks and um, it looks like that is coming to an end again which to be honest can only be a good thing in some ways but um, there's just been so much chaos um, with our currency, with our mortgages, with the economy here and it's really affecting people um, and I'm just heartbroken for the increasing, increasing, increasing amount of hardship and poverty people are experiencing um, 
which is really unnecessarily and really violent and I just over capitalism basically. Anyway, <laughs> so where do we see comfort for these things and how do we find balance with kind of being present with what is and being a compassionate person and uh, looking to the world but also staying in our own spaces and presence and making sure we're not becoming burned out and um, and then unhelpful in some ways. And what that made me then think about was kind of what could have happened in the last few years. And while maybe that's a stressful thought, I don't know, everyone is different with this kind of stuff. But for me, I really love thinking about worst case scenarios. So check in with yourself whether that feels true for you as well. It certainly doesn't have to. But for me, when I'm feeling low level anxious, I really like to pause and think about, okay, what could have happened to me in the last few years and um, what might happen to me moving forward. And also with that, I like to remember, and I, I, I really don't remember this all the time, obviously. I'm not some kind of perfect being living in gratitude all the time, but I'd like to remind myself sometimes that life really doesn't owe me shit, technically. I deserve respect and decency and to be seen as a human being um but beyond that I'm sometimes kind of like scaling my expectation back to being like what is still bringing me joy what feels playful here um whereas potential for creative response and yeah like sometimes um my friend and I just message each other well you know I know life doesn't owe me shit and sometimes that feels liberating because it takes some expectation away both from my circumstances but also from myself um, in kind of what I'm making happen right now and it allows for some gentleness because um, yeah just kind of feels simple yeah and um, and then <laughs> so I'm really just taking you along the stream of consciousness and as I was sitting with that, so okay, like life isn't really owning me shit. So what do I want though? Like what do I want to do this winter and these coming years and really kind of with the rest of my life, however long that is, which I have zero control over. I mean, maybe some control, but not a lot. And what felt true today was that I really, really just want to play. I just want to be really playful and when I allow myself that simplicity and this like really low level expectation and just curiosity and openness, things just suddenly feel easier. And I can drop some of the ideas of what it means to be an adult. And I'll give you an example of something that has become kind of a bit burdensome. So two years ago, I bought my first home in Scotland. This is something I've been wanting my whole life and have really intentionally worked towards really since being a teenager. I've been in a lot of shitty living situations. I've paid so much rent in my lifetime. I've gone into debt to pay rent. I, you know, I've done all kinds of weird stuff um, to have a home. And this has just always been so important to me. I've always dreamt about painting the walls and learning all kinds of DIY skills and in 2020 it was finally time I managed to buy my first home and I sadly had to leave it because of my accident I couldn't do the stairs anymore but this year in March I moved into a new home which I also really love and maybe actually really love a little bit more than my first home 
Um, but I think as, as you know, the more instability I've been experiencing around me, um, be that politically or within my family or within my work and just kind of, you know, there's just an, a very big sense of uncertainty, I guess, in lots of ways. The more I sometimes have become really fixated on repaying my mortgage as soon as I possibly humanly could. And I have this exosheet where I'm, I'm tracking the money that I'm spending and the, the money that is coming into my life. And that feels really good. I like kind of having this overview and being really intentional with what I'm spending money on and just kind of understanding my finances. Maybe this is dorky. I, like, I don't know. I have it pastel color coordinated and for me it's quite joyful to look at um and yeah certainly maybe also like the sense of control but anyway I think looking at that sheet I just became so fixated on repaying my mortgage as soon as I could and trying to kind of think of creative ways of which you know would help me make it move faster also because um part of this big chaos in the UK at the moment is that the um, central bank has increased the base rate meaning that the mortgage rates are going up quite a lot and that's affecting millions of people especially those on either a tracker mortgage or a mortgage that has a, a term that comes to an end soon so sometimes people fix their mortgages for quite some time I fixed mine for five years so I have a lot of time left but sometimes people fix it for just two years and so when that rate comes to an end you basically get onto the new rate that your bank offers you and with how things changing at the moment that's just very unpredictable and so I would love to um, you know just not have so much of a risk at the end of my mortgage term because I've repaid a big chunk but what that also made me feel like is that a lot of my dreaming or like my moving towards or my you know this is what I desire this is what I want to put energy into is so much more risk mitigation than playfulness because my thought is once I have repaid my mortgage I can work in a way that prioritizes commercial viability less and that's maybe more focused on taking exciting creative risks and offering meaningful things to my communities without worrying so much about how much I need to charge or what people can afford or you know all those kinds of fun things and um, I think that's valid I'm still really holding that as a desire I would love to repay my mortgage as quick as possible but I want to question kind of what that stands for and really it kind of stands for playfulness which can only happen in a space in which I feel fairly safe. Actually, now that I've said that out loud, <clears throat> I don't know if I want to phrase it that way because that feels a bit like we can never have fun unless we have total stability, which would mean we probably could never have fun. You know, but I think you get the idea. I was thinking along the lines of like, how can I basically give myself that freedom um, but I want I don't want to delay gratification all the time. We just don't know how old we're going to get. And as I was thinking about the last few years and what could have happened, I was like, well, you know, I could have died of COVID. I could have died in my accident. I could have died in all kinds of ways. And uh, while technically the chances or the odds were really low for that to happen, still, I want to just kind of pause here for a moment and be like, I made it through quite okay. The accident sucked. Losing my friend was the saddest thing that's ever happened to me. 
I was incredibly lonely for really long periods of time being isolated in lockdowns. But somehow I'm still here and I'm still creative and I still have work and I have a home and I have my dogs and I have friendships that made it through. And that's so beautiful and I'm really excited. And yeah, so just wanting to play and explore the human experience. That also made me think about the gift of being queer. I've just arranged to see my f my family for Christmas in December. I'm, I'm not going home for Christmas because that seems really stressful and expensive, but I'm traveling kind of um, early in December to go and see them. And so I'll see my extended family and with that is often some sense of expectation, you know, as the year is coming to an end, people have questions, they want to know where you at and usually that's coming from a really loving place, but somehow it also sometimes has this undertone of like, why aren't you married yet? Are you sure you don't want kids? Maybe you want to get a real job, that kind of thing, you know? And so I was thinking about how feeling this sense of like, maybe, you know, those expectations will never be really fully for me. Some of that maybe, yes, but being queer to me at this time is a gift in that I know that for a really long time as an adult, how long have I been out now? Gosh, uh, maybe 15 years, I'm not sure. But for a really long time, I've I've known that I won't be taking these boxes anyway. And so what else can I do or what else can I free myself from and that's great um the other day i hosted my first dinner party post lockdowns it was really small and sweet and i had in the middle of the table this little bowl with um conversation starters that i made because i introduced some people to each other that didn't know each other that well and i really wanted everyone to be super comfortable so i wrote this these questions and then we pulled them out of this little bowl that I had made and we were asking them of each other. And one of the questions was, you know, what has always been true about you? Do you want to tell us a cute story from your childhood? And a story that I told was that when I was a toddler, my parents often made me a setup to paint. So I had this finger paint and I was allowed to paint on the walls and I also had chalk and um, this little kind of space in my bedroom basically to paint and so sometimes they would be encouraging me and say like hey you know is is now a good time to paint and I would say yes but I needed to get naked to paint and this it's really funny like they still say it you know tell the story of how like I was super convinced as a kid that in order to paint you had to be naked and maybe partially that was practical because of the finger paint and it just kind of going everywhere but I think there was just also something in me that always knew that you had to be really free to express yourself and it would be more fun you know to be um, turning up the heat <laughs> and be naked in your bedroom and just kind of listen to your body in pain and not be restricted by any kind of clothing. And that kind of playfulness is something I really want to come back to and have more of in my life again. And then, and I'm coming to the end of this very long stream of consciousness, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. Then I was thinking about, well, what is stopping me now as an adult in my mid to late 30s? Um, 
you know, being in this headspace. And there's basically three objections that my mind came up with. The first one was, well, does it mean that I'm regressing? And I think the answer is very clearly no, because I feel that I can hold both my adult responsibilities and that kind of playfulness. And I also think that the playfulness will maybe inform my sense of responsibility as an adult in some way that I don't even understand yet. My second objection was, does it mean I'm not maturing in the way that I should? And again, I think the sense of development or forward movement I've had in the last few years have really come from a space of creativity and exploration and responding to difficulty in ways that felt authentic and true to me. And we have to be playful to get there. And the third objection was, will that mean that I'm living with without spiritual depth and I I don't even know what that means to be totally honest with you but I was probably kind of thinking along the lines of like well if you want to have a spiritual life you know you have to quite commit to quite serious practice I guess and be quite earnest about that and I I don't think that that's a contradiction at all actually I do feel a lot of devotion in my life and in my practice and I feel I have a lot of spiritual depth in my day-to-day which I couldn't live without and I think that playfulness is really just adding to that I will tell you a fun story as a side note um I have a wonderful friend called Sophie and a few weeks ago I shown her this video which I'm looking at as part of my studies of culture and heritage at the University of the Highlands and Islands in Scotland. And this video was um, was a, a video of people in the Outer Hebrides um, singing psalms in Gaelic, which is a tradition that's still alive there today. And it was really like it was a beautifully made video. In the beginning, the presenter kind of kind of contextualize where this video was made and who was singing and what the uh, linguistic context was and so forth and then he said but let us remind (laughs) let me remind you that first and foremost we're here to praise God and now we're saying that to each other occasionally you know we're talking about all kinds of complicated day-to-day things and then some that sometimes someone will throw in and say you know but let us remind each other that first and foremost we're here to praise God and it feels funny and cute but there's also some truth to it you know it does feel playful um to come back to that space of just appreciation for being alive and being curious about what i can do with the more painful parts of you know being a human in 2022 all right that was my little waffle i hope you got something out of that um i would invite you to think about what your relationship to playfulness is right now does it feel true for you that you just want to say to make it simple the rest of my life I just want to be playful and if not what kind of objections is your mind coming up with all right love you bye